I feel like I always say I've gotten the best of the whole world, you know, from Jamaica to Miami to Dubai, cannot complain at all. Really yeah, you know, I can't, I can't say this. Um, everyone is who they are. You know, I do feel that I am just like the viewer finding out that some are more two-faced than others, but they are exactly who they are. Yeah, she said a lot of shit about the girl, but she called her trashy. I feel like that was the least. So for people to be in their feelings about me saying that you call the girl trashy, just own it. Like, yeah, I called you trashy, but I didn't like you back then and, and we're good now. Moving on. And then there's who is online saying, I'm like this um, mantling her her heritage and blah, 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 blah. She's Jamaican. And I never said you weren't Jamaican. I said that you are something different every week, which you are. And so I'm not taking it back because I meant it. <laughs> hey, I'm Milan from The Real Housewives of Dubai and you're tuned in to The Suave Sessions. So where did you where did you grow up? How did you grow up? What was what was childhood like for you? So I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. I was raised by a single mom on that beautiful, vibrant island. I was raised by all women. <laughs> and so I feel like that's kind of where I get my personality from and um and why I am the person I am today. I moved to the US I, uh, at around like 11, 12-ish. I was like turning 12 um, with my mom. And I grew up in Miami, which was amazing. I mean, I feel like I always say I, I've gotten the best of the whole world, you know, from Jamaica to Miami to Dubai, cannot complain at all. Yeah, absolutely. When you, when you were growing up, what did you want to do, um, I guess, profession-wise? as you saw yourself as a teenager growing into adulthood? I always wanted to be a lawyer. So I had this whole dream um, when I was a kid that I was gonna go to Harvard and I was gonna be a lawyer. I really loved Johnny Cochran. And I, I had a vision, like one day I'll work for his firm. Yeah. Um, so okay. that was before I was introduced to journalism. Mm. Sorry, that was before I was introduced to journalism and um, fell in love with broadcast journalism. I love to write. So that was like really easy. So when I started school, um, I went to Florida Atlantic University. And when I started school there, I that was my major. And um, by accident, I stumbled, I stumbled into fashion. And so I, I had a minor in fashion. So, so you ran a journalism major and a fashion minor. Yeah, yeah. Fashion marketing minor, yeah. Wow. So, how are you? How are you planning to combine those? I didn't know. To be honest, um, <laughs> when when I was in the guidance, the guidance lady's office, she was just like, "Oh, just choose a minor." And usually, just choose a minor something that you're interested in, not necessarily something that you're going to pursue. But it's just something that you'd love to have some background knowledge, maybe something you're passionate about. And I've always been passionate about fashion, passion for fashion. 
And so oh. it just that I ended up, my minor is what I ended up doing um, as a career. Interesting. And why yeah. Johnny Cochran? You know what? He was like the man back in the day. And the fact that he was African-American and he just understood the assignments, mm -hmm. I really, really respected him. And not just his work that he did in the courtroom, his work that he did outside the I just always loved Johnny Cochran and yeah so as a as a actually I think it was I think I was like 12 or 13 I got into like debate and I was like on the debate team and I used to do things and I used to be like I'm the female Johnny Cochran <laughs> and so, so yeah but I mean to be honest I do like to debate to this day so I feel Everything that I've gone through in my life and all my interests from back then have played a role into the person I am today. So I might yeah. not be a lawyer, but I can definitely win a case or two or <laughs> check someone. <laughs> so, so don't get into an argument with you. Don't get in an argument Wait, with me because yeah. you will. Yeah. <laughs> moving, moving to Dubai. Um, a lot of us fear that far of a transition. Um, yeah. How was that? Was that easy for you? Was that a challenging thing to do? What was that like? So I met my husband in Miami, and um, when we met, already living in Dubai, he was on vacation in Miami, and um, actually our best friends hit it off, and we were kind of like the wingmen because we were going through like horrific. I was going through a horrible breakup, and um, so my girlfriend needed me to go on a trip with her to Dubai this guy that she just met and I was like you know what I have nothing to do I'll go free trip and um, I went to Dubai and we loved it so much so prior to moving um, I visited a few times and I loved the city I kind of knew what to expect from a tourist perspective but living here is a whole different ball game it was actually um, way more liberal than I thought and you know all the all the preconceived notions and and everything that I thought it would be um no Dubai has surpassed my expectations women are free we can do what we want you know and and it's just such an amazing amazing and safe city to live in and that's another thing like we just we don't really I don't think we fully know in the states much about Dubai it's just kind of like what is projected to us and then we just kind of run with that so that's that's something that is interesting you know to see it from our side. And you know what it is too? I think also when people think of the Middle East, they think of war. They think of it just not being safe. It's just not being forward. And Dubai is the complete opposite to that. Dubai is so safe, especially for African-Americans. I don't have to worry about my little black son, <sighs> you know, over by a cop or people just discriminating discriminating against them because of the color of their skin you know um people people are here different religions different backgrounds and people are treated equally so for me there's there's so many different aspects um moving parts that make dubai like a whole for me and that's i think that's cool i think it's it's amazing seeing seeing your sons um, one, your son killing those Oreos last week took me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was going in on that back uh, No, he was killing those Oreos, okay? I'm on the phone with his, and the call was like 15 minutes. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was like big two, big three. I was like, he is long head. (laughs) I was so shocked when I looked down and yeah, I close, close. And I'm like. (laughs) Right. What is reality television show about um, just not just yourself, but yourself, your friends, your circle? Like, how is that revealing itself to you? Well, I did reality TV before, right? I did um, College Hill over a decade ago. So I kind of knew what to expect. I mean, it wasn't as intense as College Hill because we lived in a house and we were being filmed 24-7. It's not that intense, but I knew as far as people backstabbing and I know how things get when the cameras turn on and, you know, and... lost friends through reality TV shows before. So coming into this experience, I was a little bit nervous because these are my my friends in real life, right? So I was a little bit concerned. I know some are more sensitive than others. And, um, but damn, I didn't know they were going to be that sensitive. Last week showed me a whole new... <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> and sensitive you know so um so yeah let's see a, let's see how as a viewer um the reason i i have i told everyone i have a love-hate relationship with reality television um the reason why is that it's this place and you start thinking that you know people but you really don't know them and you're saying based off of these episodes whether i like you or not and I hate doing that. And then it's like, I have to remind myself, I don't know him, I don't know her. Like, chill out. It's, but it's challenging because you, ultimately that's the whole premise of reality TV is to get people to root for someone. So yes. are you finding like everyone being depicted as who they are? Um, everyone is who they are. You know, I do feel that I am just like the viewer finding out that some are more two-faced than others, but they are exactly who they are, right? It's just like sometimes you don't see people, they don't show you their true colors when you're in front of them, but people sometimes can be completely different behind your back, right? So I feel I'm the type of girl, what you see is what you get. I'm not going to say something and not mean it. I know what I'm saying. I'm fully aware of the things that are coming out of my mouth. No one's forcing me and telling me what to do. So if I say something, it's because one, it's my truth. Or two, I feel like you need to get out on it, right? But I'm going to do it to your face. I'm that girl. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Now, you got you to gotta go across your house by Chanel. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was I'm like, who the hell brings a goat to someone's house? And I was like, she's Jamaican. They call cook this goat. I was why? This is not a pet. This is dinner. Exactly. Um, what happened to the goat? Did it get away, or do we know if it got away? The goat got away, as you saw in the last episode. The goat ran away. You just, you're gonna have to just um, tune in to see if I curried him or we made him or her a pet. It's one or the other. <laughs> it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> it is a mess. Your, your kids, um, you said it's, it's like the best place to raise your kids. 
um, because you don't have to worry about them. You have you have three boys. I love that they have three different accents. Um, I, I think that is absolutely adorable. Thank you. What, what is life like for them? Do they know anything outside of Dubai? I mean, like, yeah, they so outside of Dubai? They've only lived in Dubai. There were all three of them. I had, I gave birth to my kids in Dubai, so they're born here, but we do travel a lot. Um, they know Miami, they know Jamaica, they know the UK, um, you know, they know Africa because we, we travel to Africa quite often. Um, for, for such small kids, they're very worldly um, and quite yeah. international. <laughs> um, so they know life outside of Dubai, but they do live a very privileged privileged bubble life here, which on the, on the flip side is my only worry, right? Because I worry that they'll probably go somewhere else and expect it to be this safe sanctuary or people take advantage of them, you know, because they don't have that extra part that you and I might have because we grew up um, in a place where you sometimes have to be on guard because you just right. never know, you know? Right. So I do from that perspective because it is, it is a very, it's like a cocoon, you know, it is a very safe, cozy cocoon. And um, as much as I try to teach them, you know, about different cultures, it's, I think they would have to experience, experience um, living somewhere else to really understand that the world is not peaches and cream. Nope, absolutely. Uh, absolutely yeah. agree. How long have you how long have you cooked? Because you you made that dinner. And that dinner, like, I was a little upset because you no, know, I can't find it in Atlanta. Um I was like, that looks really good. No I matter. love I actually, but you know what? Before getting married, I I didn't like to cook. Um, I think my grandmother introduced me to cooking when I was about 12 like 12 years old, that's like the typical age that little Jamaican girls learn how to cook. Um, whether it's in school or at home, they're teaching home economics, you know? And um, so I've known how to cook for a long time, but as a teenager, absolutely not. I'm not cooking. Not when you live with your mom and your grandmother and they're all cooking anyway. Yeah. So you have to put my cooking skills to the test until I got married. So my husband actually got lucky because he didn't even know I knew how to cook. Because he was taking... <laughs> Like you're not getting wife duties, um, wife um, privileges on a girlfriend budget. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not happening. We're eating out until we're married. Yeah. Out, you're gonna court me and all of that. And then you never know, you might get lucky. And so in his case, he got really lucky because I love to cook. I cook like four times a week for my kids. And my kids are so picky. Even when they go to school, they're like, mommy didn't have seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamaican food is like that's a different world of flavors absolutely absolutely oh, I miss it um, <laughs> I lived in New York and we used to go in Flatbush and it was like all West Indian and Jamaican oh so good so good I love the food in Flatbush yeah so so good there's nothing like a red snapper on a plate um, I'm looking forward to that in like a month when I'm traveling. See, there you go. What, when you see your friends, um, cause it's one thing to film and everybody's just like filming and you see like in person. When you're watching the playback 
of situations. Mm -hmm. Is it making you question your friendships? Is there is there any friendship that you're like, maybe we're not as cool as I thought we were, or maybe we just need to talk some things out? Yeah, well, to be honest, not necessarily what I've seen on the show, but more what I've seen displayed online. Like people are really active with those Twitter figures, you know? And um, for example, Nina, like I, I actually didn't even spill the tea where it was concerned, but I was asked a question, I'm gonna answer it. And yeah, she said a lot of shit about the girl, but she called her trashy. I feel like that was the least. So for people to be in their feelings about me saying that you call the girl trashy, just own it. Like, yeah, I called you trashy, but I didn't like you back then and, and we're good now. Moving on, you know? Right. And then there's who is online saying, I'm like this um, mantling her her heritage and blah, 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 blah. She's Jamaican. And I never said you weren't Jamaican. I said that you are something different every week which you are and so i'm not taking it back because i meant it <laughs> and so <laughs> wait what was it that you called her oh um that she has multiple personality syndrome like this is a real thing she definitely <laughs> has yes <laughs> Since she's jamaican american this day she's gonna right. be american yesterday i was falling out watching that you can be whatever you want, you know, but this is not the restaurant that makes you have it your way, girl. I'm going to say it as it is. <laughs> so, when, when that happened, because a lot of people think that when the show is off, like everything's back to normal. This internet thing, and like they've been showing that Twitter and Instagram after the show starts airing is where like a lot of the drama takes over. Do you like read yeah. something and pick up the phone? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? What are you talking about? You know, that's the weird thing. I am that girl because I've seen them do interviews and and say things, and I actually message or call, and I'm like, what did you mean by that? Because that wasn't true. Why would you say this? Because I'm that type of person. But when you're not a genuine person, you handle things differently. And I don't know if it's because I've already had reality TV experience. I know that, you know, I understand the assignment. Let's just say that. A lot of these girls don't. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's next for you? You know, I'm the founder and chief designer of luxury maternity brand, Mina Rowe. We're just um, branching out into post-pregnancy wear. So we're doing a whole ready-to-wear collection that's non-maternity. Um, that launches tomorrow. I don't know when you're going to air this, but that right. launches and I'm super excited about that. So what do I see next for me? I see Minero being literally, when you think of maternity or anything motherhood related, um, you think of Minero like you do post it, you know? So what's next for me? I'm, I'm planning to take over the world in maternity fashion and um, in women's wear. So that's the plan. And that's, that's a lane that isn't, it's not utilized. At all. And women get, pregnant so often you would think you know that we'd be catered to but that's why there's Mina Rowe and you know I'm happy if we have no competition <laughs> <I'll> confirm. <laughs> keep like that as long as possible yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what competition it's just exactly. me nice.